0: Clara hadn't let herself cry like that in a long time, and now she felt an immense sense of relief as she sobbed into this stranger's shoulder. She knew she should remain vigilant, knew she should keep her guard up in case her stalker found her, but in this one blissful moment, she no longer cared. When he brushed the tear from her face with his thumb, she felt a surge of heat flow across her cheek. His eyes grew dark and stormy. The moment passed, and she leaned back into his shoulder. After a little while, she pulled away from Shad and wiped her eyes and nose with the back of her hand. Here, he offered, holding out a thin, worn handkerchief with stains and smudges around the edges. She found herself stifling back a giggle. He looked at her, simultaneously lifting his eyebrow and tilting his head to the side. Is something funny? She took the handkerchief and dotted at her eyes and wiped her nose. "'No, no.' She folded the cloth to hide the mascara spots on the inside and looked into his green eyes, which were sparkling in amusement. "'Well, yes, actually. I just never realized there really were men out there who carried real handkerchiefs in their pockets. I was pretty sure that was a myth. Well, I guess that makes me a real live, walking, talking figment of your imagination,' he chuckled." His lip tilted upwards in a half-grin, and even though she knew she shouldn't, she felt a spike of warmth surge through her. They sat like that for a moment, the truck idling on the side of the road as the air from the air conditioner buzzed around them in a cool cocoon. Finally, Clara tore her gaze away from his and looked out the window. "'Are you going to be all right?' he asked. His voice remained calm and steady, not pushing too much, but openly asking, and she found herself wanting to confide everything to him. As opposed to answering, she bit her bottom lip and Shad leaned back into his seat, giving her the time and space she needed. However, he made no move to put the truck into gear or move forward, and she knew he wasn't going to until she let him know she wasn't going to break down again. "'Yes,' She told him without taking her eyes off the red dirt landscape. After a moment, he put the truck into gear and continued down the road in silence. Even though he wasn't forcing the issue, she felt compelled to say something else, to give him some further explanation for her breakdown. "'I'm sorry for the outburst. Things have just been very difficult lately, and I really don't have the money to pay for something like a busted radiator. That was only part of the truth.' Until a few months ago, she had worked as a paralegal in an upscale law firm in Colorado Springs, and she had had a fairly solid savings account and retirement plan. That had been before he had taken everything away. The horrible thing was, she didn't know exactly who he was. For her, he was just some anonymous person at the end of a computer connection that was ruining her life. I'm just trying to get to Wichita Falls, and I'm so close to making it, Clara confided. She was mere hours away from her wandering expedition that had led her from family members' homes to hotels. Alyssa's home was her last resort. So close.